This is my 2020 reading list. You can go ahead and take a listen to this or watch to see some of the book covers and listen along to some of my thoughts here about each book that I read during last year. The first one that I read was The Dark Worlds of H.P. Lovecraft, Volume 1, read by Wayne June. This was a two-story audiobook, including The Dunwich Horror and The Call of Cthulhu. I thought the recording illustrated how simple changes of voice and production serve to build atmosphere with a very light touch by Wayne. The next book I read was Dune by Frank Herbert, which is great whether it's read, watched, or listened to in my opinion. This production plays like a radio adaptation. It's narrated throughout by a primary voice and highlight scenes are fully casted for the dialogue. There are also a few times when atmospheric music appears. This is a particularly good version of this book in audio, I thought. Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport builds on the ideas he has explored in previous books, if you're a reader of his. This one advocates for a reduction in attention hijacking device usage that has seemed to border on addiction in today's society, going so far as to offer up a 30-day challenge for readers. The next book was another collection, The Dark Worlds of H.P. Lovecraft, Volume 2, also read by Wayne June. The second volume includes The Shadow Over Innsmouth and Dagon, two short stories that tell of the Deep Ones from Beneath the Sea. Innsmouth is particularly well-voiced and suspenseful. Great story. I thought it was really fun to read that while walking around New England, where many of his stories are based. For Whom the Bell Tolls by Ernest Hemingway is a romantic tale of an American named Robert Jordan in Civil War-era Spain of the late 1930s. It tells of his life on the hillside over four days, tasked to destroy a bridge with a group of guerrilla fighters. To follow that up, I read Homage to Catalonia by George Orwell. This is a journalistic record of his time fighting in the Spanish Civil War of the 1930s. I did a thread on Twitter of this one going into the politics and uh, exploring some of his particular perspective on politics of the time that he would eventually incorporate into his allegorical stories, such as Animal Farm. Next is Volume 3 of the Dark Worlds of H.P. Lovecraft series. Shout out again to Wayne June. Uh, at that point in time, it was my favorite. There were four short stories, quite short. Outsider ended with a twist that reveals the nature of the atmospheric world building. And Statement of Randolph Warren is a standout for the voice and audio work. To the last words, in fact. There's a very nice little production uh, flair on that one by Wayne. Brave New World by Aldous Huxley was the next book I read. My note on this one is that one time when I was just a young boy hanging out at Mystic Disc, Matt Clark came in and said the Doors are a glorified singles band. And I think that applies to the book as well. The Three Musketeers by Alexander Dumas is a historic drama written during a tumultuous political time in France. 
set in an equally unpredictable era of French history. Uh, with romance and comedy, the story introduces the character's world and retrospectively explores the issues of the day. Dark Worlds of H.P. Lovecraft Volume 4 included three stories that explore paranoia, insanity, astral dimensions, and fear born of uncertainty. My favorite of this set is Music of Eric Zahn, of course, which inverts the Faustian bargain with a bit of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Again, read by Wayne June. I'm going to mess this guy's name up. I'm, I'm certain of that. Uh, the Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. I should look it up to pronounce it properly, but I'm just kind of winging this today. The Alchemist is how I've attempted to live my life, and when I don't, I pay for it. Next was The Checklist by Atul Gawande. My apologies if I'm not saying that correctly. I would say the message of this book is to make lists, and the lesson is to follow through with them. Last year in March, I finally read Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick, which was the basis for the movie Blade Runner, one of those movies I've watched countless times. The book is fun and humorous in ways the movie doesn't attempt. I still like the movie more, but intend to do more of Dick's stories in the future. I have been waiting since before I read that for Man in the High Castle to come through. So hopefully at some point in 2021 that happens. After that, I read Paradise Lost by John Milton which is a morality tale. And it's important to remember he followed up this volume with Paradise Regained. I've always liked the character in Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express, which I think is a classic, almost certainly the most known and performed of the Hercule Poirot stories. It is a mystery of morality in which no one leaves the train as an innocent, including Poirot himself. The version that I listen to is... Um, particularly maybe sentimental for me because longtime Perot actor David Suchet does excellent voice work on it. He is the actor known to have performed all of the Agatha Christie Perot stories uh, on screen. Definitely check him out if you have not. The Dark Worlds of H.P. Lovecraft Volume 5 delves into the sinister side of horror. The Thing on the Doorstep is a particularly macabre take about the intersection of love and possession with occult tones. Again, read by Wayne June. How We Got to Now by Stephen Johnson. Catalog six technological innovations that allow the modern world to exist. They are glass, artificial cold, audio, wink, hygienics, time measurement, and light. Plenty of nice anecdotes about industrious creatives in this one. Followed that up with Dune Messiah, the second installment of Frank Herbert's Dune series. It explores computation, consciousness, and genetics against a backdrop of theocracy. This audiobook is also well executed by a number of voice actors, though I don't think it is as produced and uh, as numerously voiced as the first one. The Agony and the Ecstasy by Irving Stone is a fictionalized novelization about the life and career of Michelangelo Buonarroti. While it takes artistic licenses regarding facts at the time, it does hit upon the major themes well. 
The Culture Code by Daniel Coyle suggests three heuristics for making strong teams. Number one, build safety. Number two, share vulnerability. Number three, establish purpose. Absolute highlight of the books I finished last year is Girdle Escher Bach and Eternal Golden Braid by Douglas Hofstetter. It is his Pulitzer Prize winning contribution to the field of artificial intelligence, logic, consciousness, and metamathematics. Have a massive thread of notes going chapter by chapter on Twitter for this book. Uh, I do intend to do a video on that. I lost the last couple chapters of my notes, so I have to reproduce them and intend to do that soon. Dark Worlds of HP Lovecraft Volume 6 wraps up Wayne June's series to date. This is the final installment and uh, brings me at least full circle around on my HP Lovecraft reading because it is At the Mountains of Madness, which I had read in 2019. This version is longer than the other one that I listened to, which was just fine with me. Wayne is a great reader. It's a pleasure to listen to him speak. The Teachings of Don Juan by Carlos Castaneda is a book I revisited last year. I read it as a teenager and figured it was a good time to check in. It holds up well. I think if you're going to venture down this course through fiction, that it's better to leave out the dystopian angles. Just my opinion. The Power of Myth is a series about the Joseph Campbell academic perspective on cultural overlap. It was originally a TV series with Bill Moyers, but is available in audio format as well, which I preferred. Uh, it may still be available on Netflix. I'm not sure. I watched some of it on there uh, last year, early last year, or late 2019. Can't remember exactly. Definitely a good primer for his ideas, though. Girdle's Proof by Nagel and Newman is an excellent breakdown of his ideas about PM and incompleteness. This copy is heavily annotated by Douglas Hofstetter, who was influenced by not only the ideas, but the authors as well. It's only 120 pages, uh, easy read. You could pound it out in an afternoon if you wanted to. I intend to read it again myself. Flow My Tears, The Policeman Said by Philip K. Dick is a story he spun later in his career that paints a dismal reality. It reads like a collage of modern entertainment news headlines, though. Dystopian? Sure, if you have 20th century heroes. It had been quite a while since I had read any of Lao Tzu's Tao Te Ching. What better time to have a visit with the old man than on Father's Day weekend, which is when I read that. It's a very, it's a very short book of single-page, I don't want to say anecdotes, but or poems, really. It's, it's just a short little stanzas of, of thought. A Separate Reality by Carlos Castaneda continues his conversations and teachings with Don Juan. I think it's important to have positive narratives to associate with the psychological frontiers we face as people. Even if those stories are a fiction, and I mean Carlos's experiences with Don Juan, they explore that atmosphere. You know, I'm not really a trader, but Ben Graham's The Intelligent Investor is a classic for those looking to learn how to quantify evaluations and move defensively through the markets. It focuses on common stock, a security, but takes a longitudinal view about bonds as well. Journey to Ishtlan by Carlos Castaneda rounds out his apprenticeship with Don Juan Matus. 
This book retrospectively introduces a few older episodes to establish context for the final round of lessons undertaken during the story to complete his training. Love in the Time of Cholera by Gabriel Garcia Marquez was a poignant read in 2020, I thought. While cholera is a background character as a disease, the Spanish form of the word simultaneously also means anger. This story explores the nature of love across time. A Scanner Darkly was another Philip K. Dick story I read that explores the murky world on both sides of the law as people are used to become a two-sided camera of the panopticon. The story delves deeply into psychosis in a way that echoes Lovecraft here. The author claims in notes the story has no moral. Minority Report and other stories by Philip K. Dick includes We Can Remember It For You Wholesale, the basis for the film Total Recall. It includes also Paycheck and Second Variety. His short stories capture all the paranoia, complex modernity, future scenarios, and humor that he can carve out in longer formats. I do think his short stories are very concise and focused and uh, take you for the same ride. 50 Psychology Classics by Tom Butler Bowden should be considered equivalent to at least a Psych 101 course, in my opinion. It breaks down the history of psychology by exploring the major publications and the people responsible for them going all the way back to William James. Grant by Ron Chernow is a full-life biography. It offers decent depth through each episode of the Civil War general and two-term president's life, also exploring his personality while not brushing away his drinking or business acumen. I listened to Segments of Music Ophelia by Oliver Sacks, which focuses on neurological issues that express as unique musical experiences for the people he worked with in a professional setting. There are some touching and funny stories that humanize and exceed our capacities. I'm obviously a music lover, so this was a nice book to read, despite uh, just the nature of psychosis that is also a theme through the book. Friedrich Nietzsche's Thus Spoke Zarathustra focuses on the Ubermensch concept, the pursuit of the ideal self. Is this existential realization just beyond reach over the horizon of our obligations, or does it reside in the contented acceptance of comfortable expectations? Gravity's Rainbow by Thomas Pynchon is a landscape of paranoia with vignettes of sex and violence championed by the 20th century. Dear reader, it looms over, and it is us, spires of fire and babble lofting. We are pummeled in self-imposed chambers of fear, so learn to love the bomb. Grit by Angela Duckworth addresses the title subject in opposition to talent, anecdotally leaning against credentialed research as the backdrop for merit. It goes on at length to say that hard work will take you far in a field of wares and wins. Good to Great by Jim Collins is a classic in the sense that its concepts translate to any era. Any company can embrace their inner hedgehog regardless of when it emerges and be built to last. That's all the books that I put on my list from last year. It's not completely comprehensive, but it is a good look at uh, my focus on fiction last year and I do think that um, I'm going to continue reading some fiction but I do want to go back towards popular science a little bit more this year also maybe a few more 
technical things regarding coding development, artificial intelligence, machine learning type of things. So I'm looking for any book recommendations you might have on that. Thanks for listening or watching. Always love to hear what other people are reading. And I hope you enjoyed this. Happy New Year.